This is episode 67 of the Reading Cove Book Club's podcast. We're always looking for great new members, so if you're a book lover who may be interested in joining an online book club, please visit our website at thereadingcove.com to learn more about the group. For June 2016, we're discussing The Good Girl by Mary Kubica. Okay, so I am Millennia in Florida. And I'm Roberta in Georgia. And Roberta and I are two members of the Reading Cove Book Club here today to chat about our group's 187th pick, chosen by Lynette in Tennessee, The Good Girl. So what did we think of The Good Girl? You want to go first? No, you go first. Okay. (laughs) So to sum this all up, The Good Girl is essentially the story of this like devious and scheming young white girl named Mia who decides it would be a good idea to hire a big scary black man named Dalmar to kidnap her for ransom as a way to extort like money a hundred thousand dollars or something from her father who's a corrupt sitting judge the timeline went back and forth between before Mia was kidnapped and after Mia was kidnapped. And even though I went into it knowing Mia was the suspect because of the Gone Girl comparison, it's compared to Gone Girl. And even though I didn't read Gone Girl, I'd seen the movie. So automatically I went into it knowing who to suspect, right? Right. So I, I think maybe when the author wrote this, she didn't know there would be a Gone Girl blurb on the front cover. (laughs) I don't know. So if you go into it not knowing to suspect Mia, to suspect the victim, I think it's much more interesting. So if I recommended this book to anybody, it would be to people who hadn't read Gone Girl. Or seen the movie. Or seen the movie, exactly. Because otherwise it just kind of feels redundant. It's, it's, It's like you could read something else. Because if you know that story, then you pretty much know this one. She's behind the whole thing. I went in suspecting her, but it still kept me interested because I wanted to know what her end game was. What did she want to come of this and what her real motivation would turn out to be if it was gonna if it was gonna be a good motivation. She was just trying to extort money from her dad with this and get attention for herself. She could have just gone to him and said, look, if you don't give me a hundred grand, I'm going to expose all of your bribes and blah 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 that you've taken. But instead she goes through this whole thing of staging her own kidnapping. And that's true, but I I think you can't say 100%, but I still think this was a better way to do it because he would think that it really was a true kidnapping because he was influential and had people mad at him for various things because of uh, him being a judge. So it would look more plausible. You know, if she had just gone to him and said the other thing, he would have said, well, you know, go ahead. It's going to hurt you as much as me. You know, he could have. How would it hurt her as much as him? She was an adult living on her own. She had a job. She didn't really have much of a relationship with her parents. It wasn't a close relationship. I didn't understand what she really did this for, except for the money. But at the end, it says she planned to give the money to underprivileged children. She didn't plan to keep it for herself. So it's like she was supposed to be sympathetic. Have the police utilize all these resources to in to look for you and then say oh but you know i'm i'm just going to i just want to give the money to charity she wanted to get back at her father because she was you know not not only mad because of his corruption but as you said he was more worried about other things and his standing in the community and the outward things but he really wasn't worried about he was mean he was a mean man he was a mean man yeah part of her uh, motivation was just to get back at him it wasn't so much the money 
but to get back at him and bring him down from, you know, his vaulted throne or whatever you want to call it. But the main thing was that from, you know, original plan, she thought, oh, well, you know, I'll, I'll hire this thug. But then it, she could lay low because he said he could take her to this hole in the wall apartment mm-hmm. and she could live on Vienna sausages and crackers or what. <laughs> and hide out. And hide out. But, you know, things While went. taxpayers' money's wasted looking for her. Right, right. But we'll see that that would eventually blow back on her dad, too. How? If they found, if, if they, you know, if they, what they found out about, you know, him, you know, and all his corruption. But anyway, anyway. But I'm saying that, um, Things went horribly awry because Colin, as far as he knew, no one told him this was staged. They just, Delmar just told him this is a job and you can do it and this is what you need to do. And so this guy who's done some pretty bad things already just to earn money, he thought, well, okay, I can do this. But then afterwards he has second thoughts and he figures, well, as you said, that Delmar's a, a thug. And things may not go too well for Mia once he hands them over. So, I mean, that's where things kind of go off differently because uh, Colin thinks he's protecting her when he's totally thwarted her plans. At that point, when he's driving her off to, was it Wisconsin? Was that where the, or Minnesota, wherever the cabin was? Isolated cabin in the woods, That he just so happened to have access to. (laughs) Well, it was part of his family things before, you know. Right. The family things went, you know, their circumstances went downhill. Right. And so he's, you know, taking her away. She left the bar with him thinking she was just going for a one night stand with this guy. Right. And then going, you know, he was going to turn her over to Delmar and it was all good. It was. Yeah. But did she know that he was sent? He was hired by Delmar at when she went home with him. I don't think she did. I don't think she did. I think she just was waiting for her boyfriend. He didn't show up. And right. then this guy approaches her and they start flirting and then she decides to leave with him. So I don't think at that point she knew he was working for Dalmar because she told Dalmar, right. I don't want to know when you're going to grab me. I want to be right. able to react naturally. Right. So at that point, she doesn't know. But I think the second he refuses to sleep with her in the apartment, Colin, yeah. and, you know, proceeds to start kidnapping her. At that point, she has to suspect or know that, OK, this, this is my thing. Right. This is the part about their relationship that was kind of romanticized. Like that part was like a little romance novel where they're falling in love with each other and they have this little romance. And it's like, why would he think that the second he handed her the gun and he was no longer holding her hostage, she wouldn't shoot him and run? Well, I mean, I guess it was just a, it had to be a trust issue on her part now if it had been early on. It was early on. It, it was like two, three days that, that they were in the cabin well, that he yeah. gave her the gun. But I'm, I, but I, maybe he just felt even then he could uh, he could trust her. But, you know, I don't know. It did seem like, it, I agree, it did seem like a little early in the story for him to do that. Yeah, but granted, he didn't want to hurt her. He was trying right. to save her from this kidnapping. Now, Colin wasn't an idiot. He was a he was a thug himself and he was trying to make money the best way he knew how. But wouldn't he wonder, wait a minute, she has the gun now. Why the hell isn't she running for the hills? Why the hell isn't she going to the police to tell them, hey, this guy is trying to kidnap me, you know, to put her mother out of her misery that she's she's disappeared. Why would he think that this girl would just still be sitting there in a cabin with him for three months, two or three months when when he's no longer holding her hostage? Wouldn't that make him wonder? Wait a minute. So I just feel like Mia needed to tell him that she was behind the whole thing. 
for that to make sense. The right. whole thing was so implausible because he couldn't think that oh she's in love with me she's so in love with me that she'll stay here hiding from the police really <laughs> that makes no sense but it was pretty isolated and then the the weather got dicey so yeah but even before that he gave her the gun two or three days into it I, I know i know so it just doesn't make any sense she should have told him hey you know what i organized this because when they were sitting there bonding and she's telling him all about her dad and all about her home life and growing up and they're bonding she could have told him right. you know what i mean but she chose not to so i don't i don't know which makes the whole thing fall apart to me it, it just didn't well, make any well, sense well that's where sometimes we differ i just took it like i said this is another one that's just sort of entertaining right <laughs> so some of the things i don't think too hard on or ponder too hard on and and like I said I just look at the sometimes just look at the big picture in a way you have to even though Colin is a thug you have to after you find out about his mother you have a, a better opinion of him because you know he's been trying to take care of his mother and and all the stuff with her is like frightfully expensive and she's gotten to really the pitiful stage in her illness so when you find out a little bit more about his background, you, it's still not right what he does, but you can understand his motivation and um, a little bit more. Well, he was a better person than Mia yes, because I, he I, was trying to save her life. He thought that he was saving her from Dalmar and whatever right. his scheme was. So, yes, Colin... I find much more sympathetic than I do Mia. Yeah, because he could have just, he could have just, you know, told her, all right, nothing's going on. You're drunk. You know, let's get you a cup of coffee and then I, I'm taking you to this other guy that, you know, I'm working for. But I mean, that would have been a different story. It wouldn't have, wouldn't have been very long. It would have been a short, <laughs> short story rather than um, a novel. Yeah, I just find when you have to turn your mind off for certain things, it's no longer clever. You know, it's just contrived. I just found her to be the biggest villain in the book. Well, Even yeah, I mean, at I... the end when, you know, she's talking about the baby because now she's pregnant with Colin's baby and she feels right. like, oh, she won't be alone anymore. And I'm just feeling pity for that kid having her as a mother. My God, because whenever she doesn't like the way this kid is living its life or something, God forbid what she's going to do to yeah. manipulate, scheme, plot <laughs> again her child and whoever's in her child's life this is a crazy woman you know she wants attention because it seems to me that that's why she did this she yeah, could have found other ways she wasn't interested in exposing her father she just wanted to use that stuff to blackmail him money out of him right and right. to hurt him but it wasn't her who exposed his corruption it was the detective right. Right. So Mia had no interest in exposing his corruption. She was after the money and putting her family through this, this nightmare. Yeah, and, and getting the attention she hadn't gotten in the and past. And that she was jealous that her sister was, you know, getting from her father right. and, and all of that. Because, like I said, this was, Mia was not the good girl. No. The, her sister was the good girl, really. Her sister was the good girl, but she didn't come across very nicely either. No, no, but I'm saying she's the one that you would say was a good girl because she followed along the path that her father wanted her to take and, you know, had always been doing whatever her family thought was and best. And she wasn't the type of person who would stage her own kidnapping. Oh, no, no. No, no. The other person I, besides you, I said, Colin, I like the detective. You know, you got to find out more about him. Mm -hmm. he, he 
had had to, you know, deal with a lot of rough stuff, but at the same time, he could uh, understand people's feeling. He just wasn't, you know, hard or crusty like you'd expect people to be after years of dealing with the worst in humanity. So I, I liked him too. Yeah, I liked him. And um, we don't hear from Mia until the epilogue, right? right. The whole story's told from, me, from Eve's perspective, Gabe and Colin, which I right. thought was interesting. And I think the way that it was done was really skillful because even though I never saw Mia as a victim, I was engaged by the way it unfolded through the three perspectives and right. how it went back and forth, you know, before and after. And then in the after, when you see she's been recovered, you want to know how that happened. How right. did they find her and what's going on with the hypnosis, you know, and, and all of that. But I always saw her as acting. And then when you find out that she didn't plan for Colin to get shot in front of her. Well, no. And so... She got what she deserved, as far as I was concerned. You know, it was yeah. like, yeah, you're getting a taste of the seed you're sowing with all of this. Because right. you didn't, she didn't need to do this. She was doing it because she just has a devious nature. Right. Where did she get that from? The very father that she hates. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, these things came back to, to bite her in a, a very bad way. And I think that with these hyp hypnosis, I got the feeling that, you know, she hadn't blocked out the stuff like they thought she was, but she had sunk into a depression because she wasn't expecting Colin to get right, shot. Right, she right did fall in love with him. and. Right. and and he was shot right there in front of her. So, yeah, yeah she was like, affected by that. So, I mean, it was more like it wasn't like amnesia, but more like, grief. you know, oh, yeah, grief that, you know, and depression for that. Right. But, yeah, the, unfortunately, if you choose to do these, you know, evil things, then a lot of times it's going to come back to, you know, really haunt you in more ways than one. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, so I thought it was well written, pretty engaging for the most part. I was a little bit bored with Eve because, you know, she was this passive kind of limp noodle character for a long time. But right. I still felt her husband, she allowed him to control her. and Right. She was kind of, I would say she was sort of, you know, codependent. Co she was codependent and she was complicit in yes. how he made Mia feel growing up. But you didn't really see Mia as like trying to get revenge on her mom for being that no. way. She seemed to love her mother. It was really her father that she was after. Right. And she did it for attention. If she didn't want yeah. the money, and, and I still think she could have found other ways to take him down because he was a corrupt judge. Yes. And she could have found other ways to take him down besides staging this kidnapping and then oh when she comes back now all the attention is on her yeah but as i said with the other things that that wouldn't have been as long a story so, <laughs> sometimes these things are contrived or a little implausible but if you don't have those elements then it wouldn't be a, a novel length story <laughs> so you have to twist some things in there and, and I, you know, agree with you that I like the style it was written in with the changing viewpoints and the, the time, the varying timeline, mm. you know, because it's sort of like a lot of these stories I like where you, they just kind of unpeel a layer at a time. Right. Some of these people want a gotcha ending, but I don't think it was so much a gotcha, but that you just saw there was all these different twists. And then after you get to the end, you look back and think, you know, even if you hadn't seen or read Gone Girl, you could still say, yeah. 
you know, looking back, here were these clues and here were these foreshadowings, but you don't really realize it sometimes till the very end. Yeah, I think if you if you're not familiar with the victim as the perpetrator thing from Gone Girl, then this might be a gotcha. You may never suspect have suspected me at all, and so this would right. be a very shocking twist. Right, because like when you look at her through the point of view of these other characters, mm-hmm. it does look like more of a victim, and Colin sees her even though she. She's been raised with money and privilege at the same time. They have a very similar uh, background where their family life was just not the best. They just didn't get the love and attention they needed for a variety of reasons. So they had things in common, even though they came from totally different socioeconomic type groups. Right. So, yeah, but I mean, overall, I I like the book and I can understand with you there's some things that could have been done better as far as just little places and and the plot line and everything. But usually I tend to overlook those and give them the benefit of the doubt because I'm thinking, well, this is not historical fiction and this is not real literary. So this is entertainment. So I'll I'll give you a a pass on this. Yes. If you sell it, that's the thing to me. If you sell it, if it's skillful, if it's clever, then, you know, cleverness is logical. That's what raises the quality. So it's not so much whether or not they get every little detail, because fiction is fiction, even if it's historical fiction. But if you're making it up, sell it. You know what I'm saying? Sell it. Make me believe it. It needs to make sense. It, It needs to have that high skill and quality to it if not then you just you're just telling me anything a five-year-old could tell me and i just i'm entertained yes well i understand that like i said that yeah and there's certain books i really do expect them to sell the plot otherwise i think and as you well know that there's not too many books i give up on but every once in a while i'll come across one and i'll think no no (laughs) so yeah from the group um i think several people really enjoyed it uh we haven't started the discussion yet that starts today but i do think it's a entertaining book for what it's worth it's it's entertaining so i think most of us will like it yes it was entertaining i it was i read it very quickly because it was something that you kept thinking, okay, what's going to happen now? What's going to happen now? Yeah, I was eager uh, to talk about it when I started it. (laughs) I had to start posting spoilers. I was like, oh my God, I have to talk about this. (laughs) Yeah, so it's that kind of book that even if if it's not an A-type book for you, but still, it has you turning the pages, and and that's good. So I'm, I'm glad I read it. It was entertaining. It was a very quick read. So I would recommend it to somebody, you know, they needed something to entertain themselves or that wouldn't take a lot of concentration and thought. And just but want it, a it page turner. The, yeah. Right. If you want a page turner and you want to be engaged. I think I probably would have enjoyed it more if Mia were more sympathetic. Right. Um, Because the whole plot is about her. So for her right. to be so pretty shallow at the end of the day I mean you know to right. do this for the reason she was doing it and you know that I'm like why didn't you give the money to the police department who've just spent thousands or you know <laughs> looking yes. for you give it to them <laughs> Well, yeah, because, you know, that there are cases nowadays where if people do things they shouldn't, they end up having to pay for certain things. Exactly. You know, you just can't run amok and just do whatever you want, as far as I'm concerned, when it's going to cost all the other taxpayers money that they're already paying. And in this, Mia didn't get found out in the end, right? No one ever found right. out she was behind it. Since Colin was killed Since off. Colin and- was killed, he didn't even know. But right. if she were found out, then she should be stuck with that bill. <laughs> yeah, she should, like I said, instead of giving to charity, I agree with you, she should have given the money 
to these, you know, police department, you know, the detective section of it, yes. Exactly. And it would have been nice. I think I probably would have liked it more if Gabe had found out that she was behind it because he was a good right. detective. So I think he could have he could have found that out if he had like captured Dalmar and found out the truth. That would have been really good. Yes, that would have made for an even better story. Gotcha yeah, story. she needed to get caught. You know, this doesn't seem right, I guess, to most of us that people get away with really despicable things. Yeah, that's you don't like that. She might have been the mastermind but she needed to get her just desserts and she's not entitled to a happily ever after because her husband i mean not her husband but her father was a bad guy right you know what i mean but yet in this she gets her happily ever after and her baby it's right. crazy but anyway say life is not <laughs> neither are stories neither are stories that that's the one point a lot of them the bottom line is life is not fair so just get over but it. even as a reader don't you like a story that satisfies you at the end more than one yes. that you have to say oh well life's not fair it's just not as satisfying as a reader who's just invested all, all right. this time reading 300 pages or whatever I read a book the other day that it had some issues that you know I had in the story but the end was so satisfying that I com it completely oh. wiped that out <laughs> And that's a good thing, too. I have to agree with you on yeah. that. Yeah. All right. So that is our discussion of The Good Girl by Mary Kubica. Thanks to our listeners for tuning in. And as always, please comment below and let us know what you think. What are your thoughts? Do you agree? Do you disagree with us? And stay tuned for our next episode when we'll be discussing Burial Rights by Hannah Kent. See you next time. Bye. Bye.